0: buddy and welcome to the show i am so sorry about being a day late you know it was thanksgiving and we all have to take a little time off ...to enjoy some time with our families. I hope everybody's doing well. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving and you were able to see all the people you love. This is Fat Guy Loves Cake. I am Joey and I am here to talk about whatever I want. And today I'm going to be talking about racial inclusivity. Jesus Christ, this is like the 15th fucking time I've had to stop and restart the show because my cat, he's wanting to go in and out of the window... So anyway, in the days leading up to Thanksgiving, I had to take these classes that covered racism and uh, sexism, sexual harassment. This is at my day job. And that's fine. I'm all for that. I think that workplaces should be aware of these issues and they should cover them because they they obviously are are very much alive in the workplace and in America. (laughs) They were so fucking funny. They were so comical. And they raised a few issues with me that I wanted to talk about. So one of the questions I remember being asked was, you are going to a steakhouse, and one of the employees is a vegetarian. Do you ask her to go? Well, yeah, obviously you do, because at a steakhouse, you know, there's other things besides steak. There's mashed potatoes and macaroni and cheese and, uh, you know, whatever the fuck vegetarians eat at a steakhouse. But I'm sure there's plenty of things for them to eat. And, of course, the correct answer was yes. You do ask her to go. But then I thought, well, what if I don't want her to go because she's a bitch? You know, you're not covering that part of, like, if I, you know, if they bring me into human resources and, like, oh, well, you know, Kathy was, uh, Kathy was offended that you didn't ask her to go to the steakhouse just because she's vegetarian, and then what am I supposed to say? Like, I don't want to go with Kathy to the steakhouse because I can't stand her fucking face. I don't give a shit about her being vegetarian. I'm all for it. Hey, Joe, why didn't you ask Marco to go to lunch with the rest of us? That's not being inclusive. Well, Marco's got herpes, and I don't want to stare at his crusty fucking lip while I try to eat. Oh, I'm not being inclusive. (laughs) And one of the videos poured over, get the time to know each other's race and religion. Why? I don't give a shit. I could see what color someone is, and I don't want to know what your religion is. And they've got this little group Okay, you know, you've got your token race in all of these videos. You know, there's white, there's Asian, there's black, there's uh, Hispanic, and they're all covered, and they all have names that apparently reflect their race. So, (laughs) why is the white guy named Todd? Okay? I don't know any white people named Todd. I mean, seriously. Why is the guy, like, it's like the worst fucking name you could pick for a white representative. Todd. Like, we're all named Todd. <laughs> what if the white guy wants to be known as Tyrone? Is that racist? Maybe he identifies as black. Is that racist? I don't know. I guess I should drop everything I'm doing at my job to find out why Todd, a.k.a. Tyrone, identifies as a black man is also and is also a Scientologist. Perhaps I'll take time off from work to go to his church. Hey Joe, you seem to be really behind on your work these past couple of weeks. Oh, am I? I guess I've been too goddamn busy memorizing everyone's race, religion, sexual orientation, what bathroom they use, what name they want to be called, what words offend them, what kind of diet they eat, what words are acceptable to use, and how to be less white. So I couldn't find the time to do what I actually showed up to do and get paid for, and that is WORK. Also, please let HR know that I will now be going by the name Todd X. I'm sorry, I'm just having a little fun. You know, white people don't get offended when you make fun of them. You know, there. I know people who go, well, there's no N-word for white people. No, but my whole life the black community has said that I am a nerd and I I talk like this because I'm white and I can't dance and I have a small dick. I've never once been offended, either is anyone else. It's fucking funny. I would love to see a black activist group stand up and say, we're sick of everyone saying that we have big dicks. That's fucking racist. And then the sexual harassment. Oh, my God. <laughs> One of the things they talked about was, like, what's pro- appropriate and what's inappropriate. Some of these questions were really fucking hard, you know, because, like, I, c- I felt like I was, they were trying to trick me, you know. Like, Gabby comes in from just giving birth, and she has been gone for two weeks. And Bob says, wow, you look exhausted. Is that sexist? And I'm like, Jesus Christ, I don't know. Is it? Like, could it be taken as, you know, like, is she going to flip that shit on him? And be like, why? Because my vagina has been in use a lot? Fuck, man. But the funniest thing was elevator eyes. Okay? I'd never heard this in my life, but it was awesome. And when we did have a speaker, the woman, she, she, um, you know, she demonstrated it. Elevator eyes is when you look at a woman and then you look down, and then you look back up. Elevator eyes. (laughs) Like, going down, going back up, looking at that, (laughs) giving her those elevator eyes. (laughs) I mean, I don't even think that should have to be taught. I mean, if I stopped and looked at a woman and then went, down, and back up, you know, with like that smile, that fucking creepy smile, (laughs) yeah, I think people would have known about me long before they had to explain elevator eyes, (laughs) so yeah, I passed my test, I only missed one question, and I still think that it was a fucking iffy question, but I'm not going to get into all that, I have another problem Uh, with, with a racial issue. So I'm fat. Okay. I'm not, but I am. See, I'm 6'2", and I weigh, uh, duh, weigh, duh, past tense, used to weigh a solid 200 pounds at 6'2". Okay. And that's a good weight for someone like me who's athletic. And then the pandemic hit, And I stopped exercising and I started literally eating ice cream by the gallon a day, eating tons of delivery fast food. And I gained, I shit you not, fucking 70 pounds in one year. I went from 200 to 270. And then I was able to take 24 pounds off by changing my diet and exercising in just like two months. And then I was like, I did what all, you know, I guess fat people probably do when they, or like, you know, with anything, when you have an addiction to something, whether it be alcohol or cigarettes, you go, yeah, I got it under control now. It's all good. You know, like I can have a drink, I can have a cheeseburger, I can have some cookies. No, man, that shit comes back just as, I mean, it was, it was like, I just looked at some cookies and I started to gain weight. So here I am, I am at 260 and it's all in my belly. I, like every other part of me is completely like a thin person, like a like an in shape person. It's just all in my gut, so I guess I'm carrying sixty pounds in in front of me, and it looks really funny. It's like what I imagine The Rock looks like without like if he's wearing shorts. <laughs> oh, did you just compare yourself to The Rock? Yeah, I guess I fucking did. <laughs> no, Joe, actually, it's what a fat guy looks like when he's wearing shorts. That's what you look like. Fat guy, yeah. Um, my dilemma is is that I've had to buy new clothes over the past year. Not pants, so much or anything, but shirts. I like. I've always worn my shirts really tight. I've always been very proud of my body, and I've always worn large or extra large because I am, like I said, I'm six two. So it's I can't wear fucking mediums, and you know I'm not uh, Simon Cowell. So I ordered all shirts, and I, I the first one I ordered I, I went with a two X because I've worn extra large. I, I buy. I bought a two X, and the two X wasn't quite big enough. So now I am wearing fucking three X t-shirts. Three X. Three X. I don't really look that fat, but you know what? That's uh, um, that's not the point. The, the The whole point of my story here is that I have a whole closet full of dope ass shirts that I absolutely love. They represent my my taste in music. My my stance on america because i love america you know i've got all these shirts that say 1776 i've got beastie boys i got shirts about uh rescue animals that i donate to you know so that i can show off to the world that i give money and i'm like you know i know that when you give to charity you're supposed to be humble about it but fuck that i want people to know and i'm going through my shirts and i'm like man if i don't lose this weight i'm never going to get to wear any of my other Sh- oh, any of these awesome shirts again because now I'm just wearing these like Hanes 3X plain fat guy shirts I'm not getting to advertise my style and I'm never going to get to again if I don't lose this weight so I've been like I've been beating myself up so bad about you know I've been pulling the same shit as when I quit drinking I've been going all right one last to raw and then I go to H-E-B and I buy a gallon of ice cream and I buy a fucking family-sized thing of chips ahoy chewy cookies and a gallon of milk and a Red Baron pizza, and I go home, and I go, we're going to do it, and I'm going to wake up, and we're going to count calories, and then I fucking go to the next day, and I do it again. I eat the same shit that I ate the day before. I'm fat. I'm a guy. I still love cake, apparently. Anyway, I came across a shirt that I used to love to wear. I forgot that I even owned, because I was cleaning out my closet. It is a t-shirt from the band Public Enemy. If you don't know who Public Enemy is, for some reason, uh, they were a '90s very popular '90s rap group, one of the like more mainstream, like "We're Black and We're Proud" type rap groups. They spawned a shitload of good music. Uh, also, a crossover with Anthrax where they did uh, "Bring the Noise," fucking awesome. Flavor Flav came out of that whole mess, which also spawned a shitload of reality television for some reason. If you don't know who Flavor Flav is, he's this like little mutant black man. He's just horrible to look at, it. he's got fucking silver teeth and he wears giant clocks around his neck, and he goes, Flavor Flav! Like all the time, and he dated this like monstrosity of a model whose name escapes me right now who was like 6 foot 7 and he's like 4 foot 10 uh oh, Brigitte Nilsson, I think that was her name something like that so back to my dilemma this public enemy shirt this was the this was uh from an album that they that came out in around uh, the early 90s I think and it was called Fear of a Black Planet and let me describe it to you it's a black shirt solid black shirt and it has the album cover on it And it says, public enemy, real big across the top, kind of at an angle. And then it has a picture of a black man in the crosshairs of a rifle scope. And then under that, it says, fear of a black planet, which is the name of the album. That's the album cover. Okay. And obviously the political message they were trying to get across was, you know, black people are in the sights of, you know, they're being targeted. Black people are being targeted. There was no, the great thing about Public Enemy is they were never like, fuck white people, you know, they were just like, black people need to stand together and rise, and it was great, you know, and they, they weren't, they never pulled that reverse racism shit that you see a lot of celebrities doing, you know, instead of being like, let's be harmonious, you know, like they should be, a lot of people are outspoken and like, white people are the problem and fuck white people, and that is not the way to go, okay, so that's all I'm going to say on that. I own a shirt, now picture it, I own a shirt that says Public Enemy, shows a black man with a gun scope pointed at his head, and says Fear of a Black Planet. Now let's just assume that you don't know what Public Enemy is, you've never heard of them, and you see my pasty ass walking around wearing that shirt in 2021 not going to go over so well with the public. It actually would probably go over pretty well with black people because they'd be like, "Oh, cool. Yeah, you know, cuz what black person doesn't know who Public Enemy is? You know, if they don't if you're black and you haven't been introduced to Public Enemy then I don't know how that's even possible because your parents had to have listened to it. If you're young, everybody knows who the fuck Flavor Flav is, but I can only imagine like some absolute nut job, extremist, progressive person, probably white, stopping me and being like, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? And that's a headache I just don't want to deal with. But you see my dilemma? I'm not taking a side here. This is not about being left or being right. This is not, you know, I i walked out right down the middle when it comes to politics. This is about, I'll never get to wear that shirt again. And that's not fucking fair. I want to wear my public enemy shirt. I want to say, yes. Brothers and sisters, I, too, feel the struggle of the black man and the black woman. And I support your cause in a nonviolent approach by wearing this shirt. But it's just not to be. I will have to retire my shirt. Oh, here's another funny thing that's been happening. I'll get more into this maybe on another show, but I'm just gonna mention it for now. I, I never leave reviews of things unless it's like a product that I really, really think deserves it. I mean, like it's gotta blow my fucking mind, and I want other people to own it so they can enjoy this wonderful thing that has come into my life. Uh, but I, I bought these things. Okay, so I'm, I have a, a on my my fat guy loves cake YouTube channel where I uh, I do audio only. Uh, videos, I, I'm eventually planning on doing, I, I bought this incredible program for making stop animation so that you can do the little mouths and you can animate them talking and I've I've got this show in the process that I'm making, uh, I'm just kind of casting for it right now, but it's going to be called Smarmy Men and it's about a, a group of uh, little G.I. Joes that are all stuck in this house out in the middle of nowhere, Texas because the government has forgotten about them, so it's just a situational comedy, it's just going to be balls out gross, and I I bought my my generic Chinese knockoff GI Joes from Amazon and then I also bought these little uh round clear plastic discs so I could glue their feet to them so that they'll stand up. So I don't ever have to worry about fucking with them and and making sure sh- you know so that they don't fall over while I'm adjusting their arms and all that shit. And I got them and they were like four bucks for like a whole huge package of them and they were really high quality when I first got them. Well, actually I had read on the on Amazon from the seller, it said there is a plastic covering on either side of the disc that you need to peel off. And I got them and I kept picking at it because you look at them there they're not see-through when you first get them. But sure enough, if you pick away at it, it peels off on both sides and they're crystal clear. Because they're not meant to be for what I'm using for. I think they're for like uh, keychains and shit like that. So obviously you would need them to be clear if that's what you were doing with them. And it says clearly on the seller's page that you need to take the plastic off. I read that. I fucking read that. So when I got them, even though I didn't look like there was a plastic covering and it took me forever to finally get one to come off, it did. And they're crystal clear. And I'm like, okay, cool. That's what they said. And that's what happened. So I'm, I'm going through the reviews. I'm reading the reviews and I noticed that, it, well, there's like, this product is like three and a half stars. And the only way to get to three and a half stars is because you get a shitload of fives and you get a shitload of ones. So I was like, like who's who bad-mouthing these things? So I get on there and I look at the reviews on Amazon and sure enough, there's a whole bunch of ones. And the reviews say, these are supposed to be clear and I got them and they're all cloudy and I can't see through them. What a piece of shit product and all this. What a piece of junk. I, no, don't buy. Don't ever buy from this consumer. They're liars. And it was like review after review after review of this. You know, because these people were too fucking stupid to read instructions. I go on there, and I write a review where I just absolutely lambaste these people, okay? I mean, like, I fucking torched them. And I I was so sure that this review was not going to get approved. Because I didn't swear. I made sure not to swear. But boy, was I mean. I mean, I was like, this is to all the idiots who gave this one-star review. I don't remember exactly what I wrote, but I mean, I was very, very inappropriate, and, you know, I said, you got nothing better to do than sit at home and jerk off on your computer and write one-star reviews to Amazon about some goddamn little plastic circles that, seriously, that's all, That that's, you got nothing better to do, okay, and I mean, this was a long review, long, long review, and I fucking tore into these people, and And then the next day it got approved. It got put up on there. I mean, like the title of it was uh, all of you jerk off idiots who give it. one." I mean, like, really, that's how it started off with the the title of the review. All of you jerk off idiots who keep giving this one star, please read. And it got approved. And so I'm thinking like, well, wow, you know, I have like a thousand things I've ordered from Amazon and over the years and I've never reviewed anything. So let me see if there's anything else I want to review. I, you know, I didn't have any, like, nefarious scheme at the time. I just thought, okay, you know, m- writing reviews is kind of fun. You know, I've got gotten, gotten some time on my hands, right? And so I started going through my products, and then as I would go to review them, I would see these stupid fucking reviews by these stupid fucking people who have nothing better to do. This is like that, this is this is Karen at home on the laptop. Like, this is the woman bitching to the McDonald's manager version of the internet here. And I just, I I lost it. And so I started posting review after review, targeting people whose lives were so pathetic that they felt the need to rip on these, these products. Because these reviews, people read these reviews. I do. When I get on Amazon, I read a fucking ton of reviews. And I know which ones are full of shit. I know which ones are real and which ones are people that just feel like they were scorned. And I also know... That when a thousand things get made, probably three, four, five of them out of the thousand are going to be defective because that's life. That's just the fucking way. To, that's why we have a return policy. But hear me, listeners. I started reviewing products on Amazon with the sole intent of calling these people out, and Amazon kept approving them. And so I started turning it up a notch. And I thought, okay, I'm going to see what I can get away with. I still didn't swear, but I started saying, I said things like, if you would may, if you put this much effort into trying to get laid as you do to uh, make people on the internet look bad, then, you know, maybe you would finally lose your virginity. Okay. So that's, to me, that's turning it up a notch on Amazon. You know, I, I didn't swear approved. So then I thought, okay, now I'm now I'm turning it up. If Amazon is going to let me say things like that, then, then I am going to start using swear words. And I'm not going to put little asterisk, you know? It's not going to be F asterisk CK. It's not going to be asterisk, asterisk, asterisk hole. You know, it's going to be fuck you asshole. And so I did. I went on a tear. I don't even remember anything I wrote because I was just, I was typing like so fast smoke was coming off my fingers because I was so angry that these people... You know, people are trying to make a living on Amazon. You may think that Amazon is selling you that product, but actually Amazon is a huge base of of individual sellers who are letting Amazon sell their product for them. So when you tear into a company, a lot of times you're fucking with somebody's hard work. And I'm not cool with that. I don't, if you, if I have a problem with a seller, I'm not going to fucking put it on you Amazon. I'm going to talk to the seller and I'm going to tell them what they did. And then I want them to correct the problem. And if they don't, then it's time to go to Amazon reviews. Then I'll let people know how fucked up they are if they don't fix the problem. But if you aren't grown up enough, you know, if you if you are so fucking immature that you just, you get a product and it's fucked up and you immediately go, well, that's one star on Amazon and uh, I'd never buy from these people. This, this is some people's livelihood. This is how they make a living. This is the food they put on the table for their children. And you have such a pathetic life. See, this is the kind of... See how I'm talking right now? This is the mindset I got in. I was so fucking angry. I'm firing off all kinds of uncensored reviews. And I'm thinking, no way, you know, none of them are going to get approved. None of them. Well, I was mistaken. Because apparently on Amazon, as long as you are saying positive things about the product that you are a verified buyer of... You could say whatever the fuck you want about anything else. <laughs> as long as you say something nice about the product that Amazon can prove you bought, then you, you could talk shit all day. So heads up, people, Amazon users. Have some fun with that. Find that one asshole on there and call him out. Boy, I got going today, didn't I? I have some great ideas for some shows coming up. I'm to, my next episode, I promise you, on Monday, is going to be entirely devoted to tattoos. So you want to tune in for that. It's going to be a full 20 to 30 minutes of me talking about tattoos. And not just talking about tattoos, but talking about the do's and don'ts of tattoos. And I know anyone listening right now that has a tattoo is thinking, oh, shit." You know, because, like, I have a lot of tattoos. My whole left arm is done. Most of my right arm is done. Everyone has, everyone with a lot of tattoos has at least one where they're like, eh, or they've already had touched up or whatever. Well, I'm going to tell you every single thing that is unacceptable. This is your buyer's guide to getting your first tattoo and beyond. I'm going to tell you what you don't want to get, what you really should not get, and I'm going to tell you what tattoos are being laughed at behind your back? Because you may think that you have a cool tattoo, but I promise you, you probably fucking don't. I've had a lot of mine redone. I've had things covered up. A tattoo is not something that you want to, you don't want to, you want to really, really put some time into it. And then you want to think about, like, maybe you don't care. Maybe you don't fucking care. You know, like you, you got that tattoo of Speedy Gonzalez with cleavage. You know, saying like, riba riba, and, you know, holding a bottle of tequila. You you get what I'm saying. You, you know, somebody's got a picture of, or a tattoo of Barney taking a shit on a toilet. You know, and it says, I love you on a banner underneath that. Maybe that's fucking funny to you still. Maybe you think everyone that looks at it thinks, that guy's fucking cool. Maybe. Or maybe people are looking at and thinking you're a complete dipshit with a really bad tattoo. Because they are. So that's going to be the next show. All tattoos. I got a lot of great ideas for shows coming up. I'm very excited. I I really, I want to make the show longer, but I don't want to lose your attention by overkill. So, uh, oh, also, fantastic week in the ratings department. I got a whole bunch of new subscribers, and that is fucking awesome, because that means people are really listening, and I am so excited about that. So I got to step it up, keep things funny, keep these shows coming out, and make sure I do them on time. Remember, every Monday and Thursday, I'm gonna post them very late at night so you can listen to them in the morning on your way to work. If you want to get in contact with me, it's fatguylovescake at yahoo.com. Send me an email about anything, suggestions, I'd love to talk about it. In the meantime, I will see you Monday. Everybody be safe. Pinch, little titties. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Little titties. Uh huh. Uh huh. Just do the alphabet on my clip it with your tongue. Uh huh. Go around. A, B, C, D, E, F. Oh yeah, like that.